there's a revolution transforming education and it's not happening in the classroom. Schoolhouse Rock follows Yvette Hampton and her family as they travel the country interviewing education experts, curriculum developers, co college and university faculty and administrators and homeschooling families at every stage in the process from kindergarten through college graduation and beyond. Viewers follow Yvette's progression from strong opponent to homeschooling to reluctant homeschooler and first-time teacher to outspoken advocate for this growing education revolution. Along the way, viewers share in the challenges and victories and gather the necessary resources and encouragement to homeschool with excellence. It's our honor, it's my personal honor to have Yvette Hampton here today to speak with Yvette Hampton's producer and co and, ho and host of the documentary Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution and Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. As a mom who's encouraged the future of the gen this generation, Yvette has deep desire to see a culture shift by encouraging people through God's word. She and her husband Garrett have a passion for strengthening and equipping families, homeschooling the community by teaching parents how to live out their convictions and point their children towards Christ. Her greatest joy is being the wife and mom. Yvette, welcome to the show today. It's my Thank honor you. to have you here today. I'd like to start out by asking you a question. How did you uh, get be, gain this conviction to begin with? It, in your in your uh, little preamble that you have, you note that you know it was something you were reluctant at first. And how did you come to that conviction of with homeschooling? And and what is the the real problem with the public schools today? Yeah, well, that conviction happened about eleven years ago, a little over eleven years ago, and my husband and I had actually been married for. 11 years before our first daughter was born. And so we had a really long time to think about what we would do with our kids as far as education, you know, and how we would raise them, how we would parent them. And we said, we would never, ever, ever, ever homeschool. That wasn't for us. We had all the misconceptions. We believed all the negative stereotypes about what homeschoolers, you know, who they were, what they were, what their families looked like. And so we, after 11 years, finally had our, our long awaited for daughter and um, almost five years later, we had our second daughter. So when it came time to put my oldest daughter in kindergarten, we lived in the Los Angeles County School District. And because we're, we're Californians, um, we are native Californians. We are no longer actually, we, we have fled. We are now in Oklahoma. But um, at the time we were living in California still. And so we just said, you know, we will never homeschool our kids. Well, all it took was the hand of God, of course, upon us. We went to a homeschool convention when our oldest was four and getting ready to go into kindergarten. And we had been invited by some friends to attend this convention. And literally in one weekend alone, the Lord, it was like the scales fell from our eyes. And we got to see for the first time the benefits and the beauty and the blessings of home education and family discipleship. It wasn't just about the academics. It was actually more about our responsibility as parents to train the hearts of our children and to raise them up in godliness and with a biblical worldview as God had called us to do as parents. And so once the Lord just hit both of our hearts with that, we came away from that first convention. And we, I, I mean, I remember talking about it all the way home and we said, this is what we're going to do forever. It wasn't just a, let's try it for this year and see how it works out. It was that this, this is going to be our family. And I went into it with my knees knocking and sweat on my brow and totally scared about what I was getting myself into. And so is my husband, but we knew that the conviction was real and that this is what the Lord was calling us to do. And so of course, part of that was that we were watching the decline of public schools. And we have seen, of course, even more than that in the last 11 years. I mean, it's absolutely 
astonishing what is happening in the public school system. So once we fell in love with homeschooling and the Lord uh, brought that conviction to us, we became homeschool evangelists. And um, that's, that's kind of how the movie came to be. Excellent. Uh, can you, can you uh, maybe explain how, how you picked or how you, did you just, you said you went across the country basically uh, and on this mission, so to speak. And did you pick up people along the way to work or did you plan it ahead? How did you, how did you create the people that, that, are, that made that movie? And, and sure. The- yeah. Well, this was a fun story. We, um, it was uh, the year, uh, it was the summer of 2016 and it was time for us to leave California. We just knew that the Lord was saying go, but we had no idea where we were going to go, where we were going to land. But we started making preparations. We put our house up for sale. We sold basically everything in our house and made plans to travel in an RV. And at the same time that we were making plans to travel and to leave California, the Lord put it on my husband's heart, actually, to film this documentary. He is a filmmaker. He worked in the Hollywood film industry for many, many years. And then he taught film following that. He he left the Hollywood industry uh, because it was just really hard on our family. So after he left the industry, he went on to teach film. And um, he took his love for filmmaking and our passion for homeschooling. And that was really how Schoolhouse Rocked was born, was putting those two things together. And so we left in December of 2016. We truly got in our little travel trailer and our Ford uh, excursion. And we drove out of California, really not exactly knowing where we were going to go or who we would meet along the way, but we trusted the Lord to bring this film together. And so as we traveled, we went to different homeschool conventions. We would just meet people, you know, in different places that we would go, we would have introductions by various people and we would meet one cast member who would then introduce us to another. And so we were able to just travel. And as we were traveling, we would meet up with the people that made sense to interview for the movie. And, um, and it was, it was a great adventure. It was a really fun, hard. Um, I won't <laughs> say it was easy, but, um, but it has been an incredible adventure for our family. So you, you basically lived in that uh, trailer going out and just stopped at different places as along the way. What did you, what, what did you find out also at, as you did that traveling? What, what did you find out? What was the response? I mean, did you go to people who were in homeschooling? Did you go to people that were considering homeschooling? Maybe a little more detail of what's in that film and and how you actually, uh, what you actually came out uh, from doing this. Sure. Well, um, most of the cast members in the film are homeschool leaders, people who have written curriculum, who have written books on homeschooling, who are speakers at homeschool conventions, who maybe host homeschool podcasts. You know, they're somehow involved in the world of homeschooling. But not everyone. Some of the people that we interviewed were just typical homeschool parents like my husband and I, who we didn't have any hand in the homeschool leadership community. We we do now because of this movie, but at the time we didn't. And so it was it was fun to be able to just meet a wide variety of people from the brand new homeschooling mom who was just getting started and had no idea what she was doing to the veteran homeschool mom who had been homeschooling for 25 years and you know, really was kind of putting her virtual arms around that new homeschool mom and just saying, you can do this. This is amazing for your family. And God's going to provide you with everything you need to accomplish what he's called you to. And so it has been really neat just to have that variety of people in the movie, because it doesn't represent just one group of people or another. And we also address in the film, so many different aspects of homeschooling. We answer pretty much every question people can ask about home education. You know, what about single parent homeschooling or homeschooling children with disabilities or, um, 
you know, what's dad's role in the homeschool, um, you know, in, in the world of homeschooling. And, you know, what about the mom who feels like she's inadequate? We answer all of these questions. What about socialization? And so it really does take you down that road of debunking all of the misconceptions that most people have about home education. Excellent. Uh, so the great takeaway is this film would help other people considering homeschooling and give them some advice and some encouragement and as their as their reasons to do it and, and to how, how it all go, it goes about. Is that, that correct? Yes. Yes. Well, we have a couple different um, key audiences. It definitely, when it first um, comes out, it will de definitely touch the hearts of homeschool parents and it will give them the encouragement to keep going, just affirm their decision to homeschool. But we also really want to have this film touch the hearts of parents who maybe they're frustrated with the public school system or even private school system in many areas, or they, they have thought about homeschooling, but they're not really sure what it is or what it would look like for their family. And um, just to, to show them really what homeschooling is, and we don't always show it in a, you know, beautiful light. It's not always easy. We show that there are hard parts about homeschooling, but we really do bring the encouragement that people need. And then it also will answer questions for maybe the naysayers in your life who, you know, maybe a family has decided to homeschool, but grandma and grandpa are saying, no, don't homeschool. That's a terrible choice. And it's simply what we have found is that it's simply because people simply do not understand homeschooling and what it is. And once they open their eyes to it and start to understand it, very few people balk at the idea of parents having their kids home and homeschooling them today. Excellent. Now, I I know that you know the two big things. Obviously, you know, Christ is a big thing, and, and God is a big thing that, that you're talking about. But there's also the, the general indoctrination into the into the, uh, the the negative aspects of the government coming through the schooling system, which I think it's you know the, you pretty well address that as well. Yes. What about socialization? How does homeschooling address socialization that you're not that you're going to miss in the public schools? Well, you know, that's a question that years ago, that was definitely a big concern for homeschool families. And the reason for that is because many years ago, it wasn't even legal in all 50 states for parents to homeschool their kids. And so especially in the states where it was illegal, those parents really had to keep their kids locked up in their home throughout the school day, five days a week during the regular school hours that other kids were in school. And that was really hard because those kids really did not have an opportunity to socialize with other kids. Well, today it's so very different. And today there's, I mean, it's, it's, first of all, it's legal in all 50 States to homeschool. And there are so many opportunities for kids to be involved in their local communities in almost every area of this country. Kids can be involved in co-ops. You know, a lot of churches have co-ops, but a lot of towns just have co-ops that are not even connected to a church. They're just a group of families who get together and the moms teach different subjects and they do field trips together and they do park days together. They do sports together. There are so many ways that homeschoolers can be involved. And when you look at socialization and we address this in the movie, you know, people think, well, our kids aren't going to be socialized. Well, why, why do we want our kids to be socialized and to replicate what the kids are doing in the public school system? I mean, that's literally the complete opposite of what I want for my children. I don't want them to be socialized by their peers who are in the public schools. I want them to be socialized by other families who are like-minded and who have the same morals and values and goals in life that we have. And so there's there are very few areas in this nation where there is not an opportunity 
for homeschool families to get involved somehow. It, it It's just grown so much. And so now, you know, it's never an issue for us to take our kids out to the store in the middle of the day. No one ever questions why I have my children at the grocery store at two o'clock on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon, you know, right. whereas 20 years ago, they would have questioned that and maybe looked at you a little bit funny. Uh, but, you know, so socialization, I think someone actually says this in the movie, you know, socialization is one of the best reasons to homeschool um, because who are our kids socializing with? And so we get to really have a lot more control over the people that our kids are spending time with when we homeschool them. And another question I didn't see anywhere in the looking at your bio or anything about the movie, but maybe you can answer this one. How did, is anyone addressing the uh, inequality of funds distribution? We all pay these school prop these school taxes on property and et cetera, and and now you're homeschooling and you're not getting a piece of that pie. Is there any movement to address that and maybe get some supplies and funding for homeschooling? That that is a great question, and that is a question that has been battled amongst homeschool families truly for many, many years. And the reason is this, yes, it is unfortunate that we are paying into a school system that we are not taking part in because it's basically just like flushing our money down the toilet. As a matter of fact, I would, I would argue that it's worse than that because we're putting our money into a system that we don't believe in. And that's certainly not where we want our tax dollars to go. However, on the flip side of that, um, when we take, you know, a lot of people talk about vouchers, you know, school vouchers and, and things. If we take money from the government, then we have no right to say what they will or won't do with our decisions to homeschool. And so there are a lot of states who have very, very tight restrictions on homeschooling. They want to tell the parents what curriculum they can teach. They want them to turn in test scores and report cards and attendance records. And basically they want to replicate everything that the school system is doing and they're requiring mom and dad to do that in their home. Um, I really come from a um, standpoint of freedom. I believe that as my children's mom, I have the right and the responsibility to educate my children the way that I feel is best. My children do not belong to the state. They do not belong to the nation. They belong to my husband and I, God has entrusted them to us. And so it's our decision to educate them the way that we want to and to train them up the way that we feel is best, you know, for us, according to God's word. But when we take government funds for those things, then the government wants to have their hand in the decision-making. And, and personally, that's something that I'm completely opposed to. And that's a good point too, because, you know, a lot of churches are going that route now, yes. uh, too as well, not Very taking dangerous. state or federal funds because now you're obligated. Right. And that brings a, a kind of a segue into the uh, issue of, the, of this whole COVID thing, which is ongoing. And not just COVID, but other things that are restrictive. Now, along your path, I'm sure you had a lot of uh, you know, just the fact that you're going out in the middle of making this movie in the middle of this pandemic. And, and then, you know, I, I'm sure homeschoolers are themselves are not as affected because you're basically quarantined at home. <laughs> but, but what are the aspects of COVID and all this in your, along your journey and, and then just in general and to homeschoolers? Sure. Well, we actually, ironically, we had just finished filming the movie in the summer of 2019. So we were no longer traveling when COVID hit. But I will say that COVID has been one of the greatest blessings when it comes to homeschooling, because it's the first time um, pretty much ever, or I, I won't say ever, but it's the first time in you know decades that parents had their children home for a time and realized that they can homeschool. 
a lot of parents choose not to homeschool, even though they might want to, but they choose not to because they think that they're not able to. They feel like they're inadequate. They don't have the education. They don't have the resources. They don't have what it takes in order to educate their children. And so when parents brought their kids home, they were able to see for the first time, wow, I really actually can do this. You know, it's, and I really like being with my kids. And so COVID has really been beneficial, I will say, to the homeschool movement. I mean, homeschooling has doubled in number at least since COVID shut down so many schools and parents just said, we're not sending our kids back to that, especially after they started seeing what was happening, you know, behind the scenes and they're watching their kids' virtual classes and what the teachers were really teaching them. Because for so long, parents really have kind of stuck their head in the sand and refused to recognize or even try to figure out what their kids were learning in school. Because how many kids really come home? Mom and dad say, how was your day today? And the kid says, fine. What did you learn today? Uh, well, I learned a little bit of history, a little bit of math. They don't go into detail about any of the indoctrination because they're children. They don't even understand that they're being indoctrinated. And so since, since parents have really been able to open their eyes to what is happening, it has really grown the homeschool world. And that has been a huge, huge benefit of this whole COVID mess. I think one of the greatest benefits. Yeah, and one of the one of the that's a good point you make too. And COVID really brought out with that home with the uh, home uh, education that they that because they couldn't go into the classrooms. And a number of years back, when, I, when before my kids left, and they're all grown up now, but I actually approached the uh, school of the school board and asked if we could get a, a consortium of the parents to sit in on the classes to see what was being taught. And they would not allow it. Right. It literally would not allow the parents to see what the what the teachers were teaching. At that point, you know, I became a strong advocate for homeschooling. So when I had a chance to interview, I was so excited because you know, I've been a, an advocate of homeschooling. I wish I had known this years and years ago yeah. and, and, and homeschooled my own kids. We're going to start to close this up on two things, but just one thing. What, what's the big takeaway for this for, for homeschoolers? What's, what, what do you hope the, the uh, viewers will take away from this uh, this film? I really hope that parents will understand what their responsibility is as parents and that we only have our kids for such a short time. You know, you look at life from birth until, you know, the average age of what, you know, 80, 85 years old. It's only a few short years, the first 18 years of your child's life that they are under your care and under your authority. That's a very short time, but those 18 years are the most formative years of their whole life. And that will affect who they become as adults pretty much for the rest of their life but not just for the rest of their life here on earth for all of eternity. And so, you know, there the it, it, scripture talks so much about our role as parents and and just our responsibility. You know, Psalm 1 1 and 2 says blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day and night. Well, it's hard to meditate on the law of the Lord during the day. And even into the night with all the homework and extracurricular activities that come with school, when our kids are away from us, kids, if, if our kids go to school from kindergarten through 12th grade, they are away. And this is just school hours. This is not including any field trips or extracurricular activities or sports or anything. Just the school hours, kids are away from their parents for over 16,000 hours of their childhood. I mean, if you think about that and let that sink in, that is a lot of time to lose influence over your child and have someone else teaching them their values and their morals and their standards and their way of life. And so while there are a lot of great teachers out there who really do love kids and they want what's best for them, 
No one is going to love your kids the way that you love them as their parent, and no one else is going to teach them and be able to cater their education to them the way that parents will be able to cater the education to their children because mom and dad know them best, mom and dad love them most, and mom and dad have their best interest in mind better than any teacher they will ever encounter. And so our our hope really is that parents will take courage, that they will be um, that they will rise up really and take take this by the hand and run with it and and trust that everything is going to work out in the end. You know, I think I mentioned pretty much every every mom feels inadequate in her ability to teach her children at home. But when you look at schools and you look at teachers, what makes us think that every teacher who is in authority over our children is fully capable and adequate of teaching them? as well. And so, you know, it's, I just, we're, we're really hopeful that this will encourage parents to take back their kids and give them the hope and the courage that they need to home educate them. Fantastic. I guess one final question. We're all excited now and I'm, I'm so happy and, and blessed to have you here today. And, and, and uh, you know, uh, my prayers go out that your, that your mission is a successful one, but where can our, where can our, our uh, listeners and viewers, where can they uh, find your, your, your film and your, and your, and your, and your, and your blog and everything else. Can, can you help us out there? Sure. The best place to go is our website. It's schoolhouse rocked. It's R O C K E D schoolhouse rocked.com. And when they go to the website, they'll see that they can purchase um, the, it's a virtual cinema event. Basically it's a digital download that they'll get to be able to watch the film. They'll actually choose a time as if you were going to the movie theater and getting to choose your time to see a movie. And so people can, you know, invite their friends and family over to their home, have a pie party and sit in their living room and, and watch this film together. Um, that's one way they can do it. People can also do group events. So if they want to show it at a local theater or at a local church or any other kind of venue, they can do an event if they have 10 or more people as well, or they can just stuff 30 people into their living room and just pay, you know, the, the one-time, <laughs> um, virtual download, um, fee. So that's the best way to do it. And then after the new year, it will eventually come out on DVD and, and Blu-ray. And then, um, sometime after that, it will come out on Netflix and, you know, regular streaming that, that most people watch, but for right now, the the best way, the only way really to get it is through this virtual cinema event through our website. And then we also have a podcast that airs three times a week. It's the schoolhouse rocked podcast. And so we always have a guest on the podcast and we always talk about all things homeschooling, but that of course includes all of life. So we talk about marriage and parenting and, and, you know, uh, family discipleship and organization in the home, all the things that are encompassed in the life of a family. And so schoolhouserocked.com is where you can find the podcast as well. Thank you so much. Yvette Hampton, producer of documentary Schoolhouse Rock. Thank you for being my guest tonight. Thank you. Uh, and if you could stay around for a moment after we terminate the interview uh, and uh, everybody again, Schoolhouse Rocked, the homeschool revolution, please do stop by and support the cause and God, God, God bless you and, and Godspeed with your project. Thank you so have much. Have a great night.